speed. All right, before we do anything, this, whoever's watching, welcome to the first talk uh, show host podcast, uh, friends together, friends giving, whatever, I don't know, what do you guys want to call this? Right now it's the beta cast. The beta cast, welcome to the beta cast, take one, and the only take actually. <laughs> Off sticks, man. Find the budget, bro. <laughs> All right, so can we can we promote Jack Daniels on this? We can promote it, but what if it backfires and then they're like, "Yo, you guys can use that." We get fined. Fine, we'll instead of like getting paid, we'll, we'll take a little road trip up. Okay, what are what what are we drinking today? You can say Jack Daniels. I just don't no, think you can show the label. For real, what are we drinking? We're drinking. Jack Daniels Tennessee Honey Whiskey. Original recipe. Original recipe. Finely crafted honey liqueur blended with Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey. Coming to you next summer. (laughs) In a brewery near you. First of all, Ching Ching. Ching Ching. Ching Ching is our Hispanic way to say cheers. Love it. Ooh. That's nice. Ooh, that's nice. That's like a middle ground between Between the, the sweet bullshit that you like what is it? salted caramel salted caramel tennessee oh, so, whiskey yeah yeah which is great <laughs> by the way uh, wait, let me good. let me take off my crocs I need to get <laughs> this is officially the first podcast beta cast yeah. of oh, yeah. the year let me get closer we need to get a little bit more intimate how you doing hey how's it going yo chill <laughs> it's been long enough right <laughs> it's been yeah it's been long enough when you live Go with ahead, someone get comfy all right so for those that are watching listening just brushing by, I guess. Um, happy 2023. 2023. First things first. Happy 2023. 2023. Two, zero, two, three. Sure. Sure. As far as my math gets me. <laughs> Until we get to the end of the year and try again. Yeah. Next year. Then it's 2024. Four. Four, which is... A- and then after that, it's 25, six. I don't know. Is it me or does it feel like every year just the number gets higher? Just keeps going up, man. It'll It'd be nice if it kind of went down a bit, <laughs> and then back up, and then yeah, like a wave. Yeah. We all want to turn back the yeah. clock a little bit. Talk about the fucking biggest. What is that shit called? Um, biggest fucking inflation, bro. Every year is a fucking inflation. We don't save time. Always yeah. nonstop. Time. Inflation's a bitch. Yeah, non-stop. but you know what? You do what you gotta do. Make the best of it, and you just keep rolling. Yeah, you, you quite literally punch in our field. We roll because we roll. Yeah, we roll. We roll. We keep it rolling. Yeah, that's how it's done. Rolling. <laughs> as far as time is concerned, we're gonna what? Spring forward one more time, and that's it. Yeah. So uh, no before more time we before we get too far into it, um, <clears throat> my name's Andy. Uh, I'm part of Division Media Group. I'm the creative, crazy guy that says, "Let's do this. Let's do that. What if? What if not?" And if it can be done, it'll be done. So, what does that make me? I know you tell them. I'm asking you. Um, you're the tall guy that <laughs> hits everything with his forehead, but also is very good. Happen. <laughs> I don't know, man. You speak for yourself. You're you're good at it. Okay. Showcase your charisma, bro. Yeah. yeah, I'm Abe. So if you say that you're the one that asks all the what ifs, then that must mean that I'm the one that. Leads them? I mean, fills them, sure. Uh, yeah. If you want to look at the integrity within like our team flow vibe, yeah. Speaking more. What is, our, what is our dynamic? 
our dynamic is um, simply letting the curiosity get the best of us and finding a way to ground it in a way that's feasible. Yeah. Sometimes Sounds I'm a little like bit a... more grounded, you go a yeah. little bit more up there. Yeah, that's where we find the middle ground, where I'm always like... I want to do a superhero movie. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'm sure, always thinking sure, out of budget. Sure. Have you seen Kick-Ass? Like, yeah, no. Have you seen Kick-Ass? We, we can do that. Yeah, we can, we can definitely do a Kick-Ass. No superpowers, just really cool suits. Yeah. And uh, a lot yeah. of action. Like sure. a one-two punch to me. Mm -hmm. Oh, before I forget, since we're going into... Uh, beyond that... Um, <clears throat> I'm just, I consider myself above anything else a developer. I like to grasp onto conversations and seeing how it can stem into something greater than just the, uh, um, I don't know, try to materialize it somehow. That's my, that's my purpose when yeah. it comes to creative realm. I like to have the conversation and see how we can materialize that idea. Um, Abe, you're the storyteller, but you tell him. I do be telling stories. Yeah. I do be telling stories. I do be telling stories. Hey, what's yeah. it do? What it do? You yeah. tell those stories. I just, I don't know, man. Sometimes I get like Im be truthful. specific images or like like parts of a story that I think would be cool. Mm -hmm. And then... Yo, Jay's here. What up, Jay? Man, what's good, Jay? I get, I get like an image or some kind of like a snippet of an idea for a story. And then we just kind of overdevelop it until it becomes something cohesive and awesome. And before we get too caught up with ourselves, because at the end of the day, we're here for the guests. So yeah. Well, we, this uh, is our this is our introduction for this yeah. uh, for this. Well, let's, yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna say let's, in, let's, let's, let's take time to actually introduce the guest. Yeah. Sparky. Not <laughs> <laughs> Sparky's our guest of honor. Come here, buddy. Yeah. Sparky. Yes, Scott. Oh, for okay. those that are listening, Sparky is like, no, our mini Aussie. No. Sparky. He's a little rascal that just likes to chew everything. Yeah. <laughs> but no, really, Anthony, thank you for being here. Tell yeah, us man. a bit about yourself. Uh, is your last name really you. Guy? It is literally Guy. Anthony, the guy. The guy. Your middle name should and be guy. The. So, <laughs> uh, one and of the guy. first things that I actually, what was really funny about my name is actually when I was, um, when I was still designing lights and I had a lighting website and I used my initials for the website name, Lighting A Guy. That's pretty cool. It's cute. I don't know. I was pretty proud it's of cute. it. It's cute. But it's the type of shit I would come up with. Yeah. You're the lighting guy. <laughs> yeah, right? Lighting a uh, guy. But, Does that mean no right. competition? I don't know if you missed it, but my Different name is Anthony. Mm. Last name guy. GUI. Don't try to make it special. Don't it's special. It's a special name. Well, see, a lot of people try and think too hard about it. They'll say, oh, like GI or. <laughs> GUI. No, GUI. Do you ever Just get like if you if you show someone the spelling alone, do you ever get like Anthony Gee? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I've gotten that once or twice before. I was like, no, just just guy. I don't so like call you Ag. What? Ag. 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 No. Ag. That'd be brand new. Start gonna... something. <laughs> start calling you Ag. New Ag. year, new name, new identity, right? All the goodies. It doesn't yeah. roll off the tongue as, as as well as you think it would. It does not. Ag. No. I, I'm just going to start calling you Guy. There you go. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Guy works. I've been called Guy. I've been called Tony. Antony. Antoinette. Antoinette? <laughs> Antoinette. You have High a middle school name? is crazy, right? You have a middle name? Yes. V. Marquez. What? Marquez. 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 Sorry for peeking the audio. Sparky's trying to make a cameo and drink someone's water. Yeah. Mine. <laughs> He's always Man, trying to drink my water. 
I'll start drinking out of his dog bowl. Yeah, feel free to put him on the floor. He's gonna try to do whatever he can yeah, to like he just be to invasive. The show and yeah, he wants okay. to be the little center of attention. You're we gotta really get Sparky do. his own podcast. Yeah, and it's Sparky just gonna be. Podcast. But we'll 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 just have him for like two hours just chewing on his bone. It's yeah. gonna be a lot of ASMR. <laughs> yeah, some ASMR. You're gonna be a hit, Sparky. I know it. You're gonna be a hit. All right, so you you you're, you you kind of like hinted at it about you did you do lighting, uh, kind of stem off of that. You I did. Uh, that's so the way it sort of started as far as artistically is that I went to college at community college and got into graphic design. That was my first major, and so graphic design was the first major for a little while. Then I changed to art. That was my next major, and didn't really fit in there either and then it was theater major that was the one i kind of just really landed on so i started with acting and then after acting i did maybe three or four shows and then i designed for what the kind first of acting? time like you directed yeah yeah it's a theatrical acting and so yeah because most of your <laughs> roots lie in the stage yeah. medium right yeah absolutely so it was all on stage and so Regular old thespian. Yep. Went nice. into design after that and tried to figure out what in design that I liked because acting was okay. Didn't yeah. have all that much fun with it, but design was perfect from the jump. And the first show I did was called Joined at the Head uh, at Northwest uh, Community College and it got nominated for an award. Oh, snap. Congrats. Oh, yeah. And uh, so that was a nominated lot of fun. Nominated or did, you, did it go somewhere? No, just nominated. So, just nominated. I went and had to That's present fine, it at Those, the festival. Don't put yourself down for just a nomination because Leo got nominated multiple times before <laughs> you won. And we all know Leo is one of the greatest of all time. So Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it was a great nomination to be nominated. Got a presentation uh, that I had to put together and uh, present it in, a bunch of, in front of a bunch of important people. But, um, what? yeah. He's asking oh. for water, so you guys keep going. Is that what he was trying to drink my water? <laughs> Continue. What were you saying? Of course. I was like, so I had to present a presentation in front of some important people at the uh, KCACTF festival in Daytona, Florida. It's a, a lot of letters. Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of, I, and let me see, Kennedy Center of American Theatrics Convention. Somebody might call me out on that, yeah. but <laughs> I doubt it. it's something <laughs> like that. It's something like that, we'll but it, it. it took place in like Daytona, Florida, and that was a really fun time. But oh, nice! All the design really took place in school. Nice. Yeah. Outside of that, it was mostly sound and music. And so here's another thing: I'm also a musician. Oh yeah, you have your own cover band, right? Yeah, I have a couple groups actually. Uh, well, oh. my main cover band, and then there's my band. Um, don't really have like a solid set of members yet, but written some things here and there. Have a couple of releases on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your music. It's under Ant Hill in the City. Um, that's the Napster. Napster. <laughs> let's just Naps go ahead and Napster say Napster. Still a thing? Let's go. Oh, I don't think so. No. But let's let let's let people search. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's let them search. Go on Napster. Napster.com. Napster. Forward slash. Ant Hill in the City. Anthony Guy. <laughs> Exactly. But uh, yeah, and so got a, it took a year and wrote an album and released it. Where's this album at that you haven't told me about it? Napster. Is it really? <laughs> or are we just joking around? No, I don't know. You, you tell us. <laughs> Wherever you get your music, it's there. Spotify? Spotify, it's there. Apple yeah. Music, it's there. Sure YouTube, it it's there. How did, you, how did you transition from theater to, to being in a band? 
Well, music was always there. Yeah, so <laughs> music was always there. Music right. was there at the very beginning. My, my family is a very <clears throat> musical family, and if you want, this is sort of derailing from that subject, but my family is really huge. My dad is the 18th of 20 children. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> no lie, from the same two parents. You're four Bro, that's, that's crazy. Insanely large. Uh, but the musical side is really on my mom's side of the family. Mm. And so from there, you know, from singing and um, playing instruments and writing songs at an early age, so the music was always there. But as far as studying in music, trying to like major in it, that wasn't really appealing to me. Who are your biggest influences in the music world? I have three. Michael Jackson, hey. number one. Nice. Great musician, incredible. Pearl Jam's number two. Ah, uh, yes, our, our favorite, what's our favorite <laughs> band. And absolutely. And Backstreet Boys for number three. Nice. That's a, that's such, a, that. such a range. Right? You such gotta a, have range. You gotta have range. Yeah. I mean, and there's like, there's something from special Backstreet for Boys, every Pearl single Jam, one of those. Michael. Yeah. Something special for every single one of those, you know. Uh, Michael Jackson was mostly, you know, because that's what my family showed me when I was a kid. And I was obsessed from like age of four, three or four. Um, Backstreet Boys, that really got me, sort of taught me how to sing, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So singing their songs, like understanding whose voice is who, understanding harmonies, understanding background and recording, that was Backstreet Boys. Good Pearl Jam, writing. Yeah. Writing music, storytelling with music. Yeah, that's that, good. You got that the, was the big thing for them. The big three. Yeah. Yeah, so those are my main that's nice. biggest three right there. Oh, you have you said you have two two groups. Yeah, so the two groups is my cover band and my group. Uh, so that's for my music, just Ant Hill in the City. Um, I've had some help that's as far as Ant Hill in the City. That's pretty solid. That's yeah, a great, do you think so? That's your a great that's so, solid band. <laughs> Ant Hill in the City. This is, is the Ant. way I can't. Yeah, Ant. Just for starters, um, but I always I always had the vision for this band to be, well, for one thing, complete, but it always starts with one ant, right? And so I would build the city that is the band. <laughs> so the city starts with that's, the anthills. Yeah, man, that's a great, <laughs> great Solid, name, right? Great name. Yeah, a good story it. behind the name too. Mm -hmm. Ant Hilden City. ASMR, Ant Hilden city. Do you have a page or something to kind of like cultivate all that creativity? Or, or right now it's just the ethos? Well, it's pretty much up there. Um, but I mean, I have Facebook page, YouTube page, and, and you know, it's all up there. And I got a couple of videos, like lyric videos uh, on the YouTube page. You know, we ought to get together and like do like a full-fledged music video. Oh Bro, yeah, since awesome. day one, 100%. I've been telling this guy. The moment I found out <laughs> yeah, that he sings, I'm like, we're doing let it. Let me know whenever we gotta do it. It's happening. Yeah. Stay tuned for and. And Hill in the City. And, and Hill in the City music video. Oh, yes. Coming to 2020 something. 2020 now. <laughs> definitely. 2020 now. <laughs> 2020 it's definitely going to come after 2022. Anytime yeah. after that. That much is sure. Fast. Oh, for sure. So Absolutely. tell us about uh, the cover band. So the cover band, we're on our third year together. Well, what's the name of the band? The Before the Altar. Before, before the, the altar. altar, and that's Where do you altar. Come up with these fucking names. Dude? <laughs> this is a good one too. So before the altar, uh, now this is altar with an er, not ar. Even better, even so, better. Uh, the band started as a Creed cover band. 
It started as a Creed yeah, cover Yeah, it started band. as a Creed cover Let me ask you something. Band. Of all the bands you could cover, uh, why Creed? <laughs> so this is the guitar player's, like, one of his most favorite bands. Okay. One of his, and one of his uh, biggest influences, Mark Germani, the guitar, right. guitar player. And so it started as a Creed cover band, and Creed uh, went on to become Alter Bridge. And so we used. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Before the altar was Creed. Was so Creed. So you Before cover... the altar is the name. That's clever. Yeah. And so now we pretty much have like morphed into covering early 2000s hard rock, new metal, grunge. Yeah. Cool. Here and there. Great stuff. So Tool, Raging Against the Machine. Wow. So great. I mean, great bands to cover. I mean, Limp Bizkit, Linkin Park. This goes on for sure. Love it. Yeah. And you have a show coming up too, right? Show coming up, February 11th. It's gonna be a late one, but it's gonna be a fun one. Uh, we start at 10 p.m. Lawrenceville, Georgia, Cosmos Pizza and Social. Lawrenceville, Georgia, Cosmos Pizza and Social. Cosmos 10 p.m. Pizza, February 11th. Pretty good place, I will say. Pretty good place. Yeah, to I had the chicken parm yeah. there. I haven't had a chicken parm in a long time. Yeah. But damn, that was a good chicken. I, I had the lasagna. The lasagna. The lasagna. How was the lasagna? It was fire. It was, like the only critique is that it was a little on the on the colder side, and yeah. could have used a little bit more seasoning. Yeah. But overall, it was a good execution. At the Chicken Philly. It was good. <laughs> it, was, it was good. Well, you're from I Philly. Wanted, you wanted the, the OG Philly, aren't you? You wanted the OG Philly. <laughs> I wanted the yeah. OG Philly, but they had the Chicken Philly, and I'm like, all right, I'll settle for the Chicken. No, he's not from Philly. He. I'm not from Philly. He's I lived from, in Philly. Wasn't well, Mississippi you lived in Philly, or? It's the same yeah, I lived in Philly for like six years. Where you Which from? is enough to get yeah, a taste of Memphis. a good Philly. Oh yeah, I had, look, Philly is my second home. Yeah. So, hey, I love Philly, but originally I'm from Memphis. Memphis Man, that's not too far from here. Not at all. It's like a, it's an easy five and a half hour drive. All the drive? Yeah, it's not bad at all. And here's to say like a lot of great influences come out of Memphis too, musically. I would love to go to fucking them. Memphis at some point. Yeah. Come on down. I'll tell you all the hot spots to go to. Really, too. <laughs> Memphis or, or Nashville? Memphis. How come? Ooh. Because. Just because. Just because. <laughs> just because. Sealed, stamped, delivered. delivered. <laughs> it's like, just, just because. Like that should be that did. should be the uh, the slogan on the welcome sign. Yeah, right. Memphis, Memphis just, just cause. cause. <laughs> <laughs> Memphis just cause. But you can't beat the food there, man. For real? The barbecue. I can't imagine they have a lot of seafood there. <laughs> Not a lot. But barbecue sounds good. Barbecue, like the best barbecue time. From Memphis. I would say the best mm. time to go to Memphis is in May, because that's where they have their month long festival. Oh. You know, there's something big going on every weekend in the month of May. So they always start with their music festival, being Beale Street Music Festival, and it always ends with their barbecue festival. And I mean, when you walk down to the river, there's barbecue smell like in the air. Oh man! And it's just amazing. There's tents as far as you can see of just that's a whole a, bunch of different that's local a good cooks. Smell, man, making their own version of their barbecue. barbecue. Why are we talking about food, bro? Are you hungry? Why aren't you? <laughs> oh, I'm always hungry. <laughs> Which, by the way, um, kind of veering off, but we have, to, we have to go to that barbecue place you you mentioned. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you have you yeah. gone to? Well, this is a different one, but mm -hmm. have you have you gone to uh, Fox Bros? I have. Fox yeah. Bros is pretty fucking good. I've gone to two places. It's Fox Bros and I'm, the the other place. It might be the, the one name. you want. Fat Matt's is the one I'm referring to. Oh, okay, I hadn't been to that one yet. Which is insane. It's so good. 
Nice. If anything, let's kind of stay on this topic. What is... There's a... I, would, I want to believe that there's the stigma of what barbecue is when you think of like Tony Romas or like mm. shorties or places that are super commercial. Yeah. Which I don't think represents true barbecue food. Yeah. What is true barbecue food for you? It's a seasoning. And so like for, <laughs> for me, <laughs> because this is always the battle, it's between Memphis, what, Memphis, Texas, Carolina, and which one, which Carolina? Kentucky. South, I think South Carolina. Kentucky. I know, or Kentucky. I, I've never been to Texas, but from what I understand, they have some insanely good barbecue. Yeah, I think it's South Carolina that they're, because their main thing is the sauce, which it, it's hard to beat because <laughs> it's really, really fucking good. And um, but as far as when it comes to Memphis, it's really about the dry rub, mm. so the seasoning of which. And you, of course, me, you give me craving some dude, barbecue right that's, now. That's, dude, that's what I'm, I'm trying to get to. My mouth is watering. <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you think barbecue food, like most people think of like the sauce, super sweet, like barbecue ketchup sauce? base yeah. barbecue sauce, which yeah, not bad. It's the rubs, but but I like it's all about the rubs. I like the dry rub, yeah. the smoke, mm -hmm. like slow yeah. smoke. Yeah, uh, overnight. And if you get that rib and it just kind of like falls off, you know, not just the rib, bro. Like fucking like. Like the pulled pork, oh, oh, yeah, pulled baby. pork oh. the briskets, like all over it, man. And there was this one place, Memphis Barbecue, and it only had two locations. And now I went back down to one. Uh, one was oh, in yeah, Dunwoody. Told me. Yeah, it was in Dunwoody, but now it's not there anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah we found that together. We got brokenhearted. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, it was like we five minutes away. Dunwoody, why? Right? We totally would have gone by now. But man, it's a great place. For me, a really good barbecue has to be like smoky, tender. And if it has sweetness, I mean, this is more of an ethos when it comes to food as a whole. Mm. I don't feel like it's very like enjoyable when there's a dominant flavor profile. Yeah. Like if you have a sweet barbecue, balance it with like a smokiness, maybe like a little hint of like pepper or something. Yeah. Something to kind of like get you. It should be a journey. Food is a journey when yeah. it's done yeah, properly. Yeah, 100%. What about some bourbon baked beans to go with that? Oh, hell yeah. Mm. Better be some meat in it. Cornbread? <laughs> he loves cornbread. I found out like two I months also ago. love cornbread. <laughs> Yet another thing that you and I have in common. That's the friend of. Literally, his lunch was a cornbread. Oh, this he, fucking a whole fucking thing of cornbread for myself. It's so good. Exactly. Oh my god. Yes, love cornbread. I like okay, um, Southern cooking, dude. Corn. What is it, corn casserole or something? It's kind of like cornbread, but it has like the corn kernels still. It's kind of like almost like corn pudding type of thing. Corn pudding? I'm not sure what it's called, but it's like these it's uh, really nice. Sounds good. Yeah, right? Sounds good. Yeah, I, I love corn, it, but I'd love to try it. Yeah, I, I, I just eat sometimes and I don't, I, I don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's that good, probably don't have time to ask questions. I need to ask questions. The less questions, the better, because when you know exactly an extent when you know what you're what's in your plate you start to kind of get too kind of preoccupied with like oh i don't need this i don't need that just try it bro i think that's the best that's way right. to get yeah. into someone's culture it's important to be open-minded especially to food i think yeah like you said it's a good way to get into someone's culture to like to, to understand yeah where people come from i mean there's certain things that you know, some I, people don't like everyone has different palates but still I, this is a conversation we've had at the job uh Apparently tongue is really nice and tender and like flavorful. Like cow tongue? Cow tongue. I've never had any, but I would definitely I try some. I would try it if someone offered, Yeah. but I wouldn't go out of my way. That's kind of like where the whole asking too many questions 
and I come in to play. Yeah. yeah. If you just tell me, hey, I made this, you want to try it? I'll be like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, don't tell me what it is. <laughs> yeah. Let me try it first. Is it good? Yeah. All right, I'll try it. <laughs> oh, you just have Tell me five. after. What is that shit called? Uh, fried oyster skins? Have you ever tried fried oyster skins? I've never even... I didn't think you know oysters had skin, but... No, it's yeah. not. It's uh, bull testicles. <laughs> I would, I would, I would, I mean, I probably would try it. I'll be honest. <laughs> even yeah, even having been told what it is, I'd be like, you know what? I'm open-minded. I'll try some bull testicles. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, if it's good, if I don't like it, I'll let you know. Try it and I'll try it. <laughs> fry it, yeah. Fry, fry it, it and I'll try it. Spoken like a true southern. <laughs> fry it and I'll try it. I think that's what led us to... we uh, make a shirt of that. Yeah. Fry it and I'll try it. Fry it and I'll try it. I think that's what led us to our with our health. Everything's fucking fried. But yeah. fried Oreos, fried Twinkies, fried, fried, fried. Everything's fried. Fried fries. Fry it all. Double fried. Fry the okra. Fry the pickles. But we got a special guest. Special guest Sparkle. And chill. Yeah. Quite literally chill. Just behave, dog. Yeah. Let yeah. me ask you. So, as far as music is concerned, uh whether it's individually or in your groups, mm. what kind of is the main goal that you're trying to get? Like, what do you want to get out of this? Just out of the, you know, out of music in general? Right. So that has changed um, quite a does. few times. Yeah, it has changed because, you know, when you're young and when you're starting out, you want all the biggest things, right? So like, oh, I want to perform in all the biggest places, want to get famous, want to have all the money. But now it's kind of like, yo, I just kind of want to make something actually good that someone likes and have yeah. fun with it. Of course. And that's pretty much where I've been for you know, in the last, I would say, somewhere between five to ten years. Is I just want to make something that somebody likes. I think there's something beautiful about like discovering that even without all the noise. Because mm. if, you, if you notice the pattern of most artists, I think that they, especially when they come fame in an early age they go from something what the media wants you to do to eventually they're like you know what this is not my voice this is what i want to do charlie puth recently just kind of like came back into the music scene yeah. and he said that part of it is because he wasn't creating music that he liked so it's it's cool to understand that like you don't you don't have all that noise pollution mm -hmm. and you were able to like gradually discover that because yeah. I think that's where we're at. We're we're not making art to kind of please others. We're making art to just yeah. have a voice to express something yeah. that we yeah. are like literally trying to get out of ourselves. And it's something beautiful because it's there's there's a sense of confidence. You put a lot of yourself into it. You know, yeah. A lot a sense of confidence, humility, experience, yep. a lot of self, and it's let's win tears, man. And I think yeah. the confidence comes with literally. the whole not. I wouldn't say not caring, but you're like. This is the voice I want to share, and if you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. Yeah. Exactly. And that's great that you're to that point. Yeah. And it's like, and if you like it, then great. I love it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, I, I And know, if you don't, it's fine. As long as you're, as a creator, satisfied with what you're doing and you exactly. feel complete yeah. by doing it, then that's, a, that's, that's what's more, more important, I think. I think beyond anything, at least with creativity, you have good integrity. The rest is just like mods. If you want to look at it in a right. like video yeah. game form factor. Like you just you have a good foundation, which is your integrity. You know that you're doing it for the right reasons, the self reasons. Yeah. And then on top of that, you're like, yeah, I want to do this. I want to try that. I want to do this. And it's just 
people will come together around it if they want to be part of that community but you don't necessarily have to forcefully have everyone on board because then i don't know it's, it's it's all about community building i feel and you have confidence in yourself and people are going to see that and they want to gravitate by that and yeah of course 100%. and it's like you know one of the a little goes a long way one of the best things you know to happen to me was uh one of my best friends from philly his name is fahim and when i released when i released the album uh there's a song on the album called my reliever it turned out to be his favorite one and every time that it would like randomly come up on his radio he'll like send me a snap <laughs> of it playing <laughs> and some and uh, at the end of every month i'll get like an email from uh spotify about plays that i got during the month and if i got like a hundred or so plays i'll be like yo fahim you did like 95 of these <laughs> plays right <laughs> yeah. he was like yo sometimes i just gotta have it on repeat <laughs> yeah, let's get to have some friends like that man shout yeah. out fahim yeah, right? It was like, a little goes a long way, and that just, that meant the world to me. Great to have stuff. And, and Troy, who we work with, when he listened to the album, he, he you wrote to out- the album before me? He listened to the album before you. And Troy was like second, I think, that listened to the album. Shout out to Troy, by the way. Yep. Troy. <laughs> Bro wrote He's a- gonna teach me how to color, by the way. Sorry to interrupt. No, you're good. <laughs> you're gonna take my job. Gonna, wait, teach you how to color? Yeah, because I showed him, uh, not color, like painting, I'll never get to that point, uh, I can sketch, but <laughs> I want to, like, here's the thing, I feel that no matter, we all need to specialize in something, we all need to have, like, our forte, but I think it also is very good to have an, a, an awareness of what goes into each department, right, and I'm not, I'm not gonna say, oh, I'm gonna fucking stop everything to color has a career now fuck that i'm never like, i'll <laughs> hire someone before i even do that Great. but i it, it helps with the transparency and the communication of being able to translate the the, the idea that's in your head so i want to be able to understand what's happening in that process so i know either course correct or or anything i don't know it's 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 good to know a little bit of everything mm. to be able to like expedite the final version of what you're trying to create. Yeah, it's definitely good to have at least some kind of knowledge in every aspect. So even if you're not the main person doing it, you have some idea of whoever is doing it, you can kind of guide them uh, if you're like the mind behind the creation. And to touch bases mm -hmm. on that, I think it's also very important. I think this is at least my <laughs> conflict that I encounter a lot with the um, with the person I'm collaborating. And this is like a worst case scenario. Um, it's, it's, it's very regressive when you're trying to express an idea or a certain pathway that you're trying to get to, but don't have the terminology. Right. And it doesn't help when that person that you're going to for help, like puts a lot of their attention in like the terminology instead of trying to translating. Cause I'm not, same with audio. I'm not know I'm not gonna know proper terminology on how to manipulate it, but I wanna I'm gonna say I wanna crescendo it at this point and maybe make it sound like it's a, a bottled up in a in a vacuum sealed environment and then it's I I think it's the responsibility of the one who specializes to understand the intentions and mm -hmm. 
turn it into the technicality of it. And yeah. I think yeah. that's kind of the relationship you want to establish with people when, when you're, when you're like, um, outsource it. Yeah. But it also in that form factor helps. That's, that's why I'm saying now helps to understand a little bit of the department. So it, I think there's, there's that little like neutral ground. You need to have someone that's flexible enough to try to interpret what you're trying to get to. But also it helps if you have some understanding to where you're trying to get to. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it's pretty great like when you can show yourself the different aspects of each element of what you're into. And so because for me with writing that album and whatnot, because I played every instrument on the album, minus the drums, that's the only thing that's programmed. <laughs> and now <laughs> I know another drummer, that which is fantastic. Berean. Shout out to Berean, by the way. Where's the drummer? <laughs> yeah, Berean. Berean he recently drummer. got his yeah. electric drum kit from from his home. He is so a drummer. Be, I told yeah. him like, yeah, gotta be careful with Abraham because he <laughs> might start coming over. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely gonna go check that out for sure. Perfect. Once I get like you know, all, once I get all the stuff recorded, I send it off uh, to a guy. They get it all mixed, and he goes, you know, how do you want it to sound? And so. This is the part where I describe how I want it to sound. And it may not be the technical jargon of whatever he has to do as the engineer, but the more I say, the more he'll get. And so I'm like, I want it to sound like, I start vague, I get narrow. I want it to sound big. Think like Stadium, Arcadium, Red Hot Chili Peppers. The drums are huge on that album. And I was like, I want my drums like that. Like if you can adjust levels to make them sound like that, make those guitars, you know, support it, that vocal on top mix everything and mix everything through exactly what so that's how we work it's like a that's weird the world of the arts so like a weird tug and pull analogy but for me because i'm i theory and music i have very little knowledge to but i am very aware that music is its own language that doesn't necessarily need to have specific vocabulary because a lot of it is provoked by emotion uh, and i feel like if you understand at least emotion then you can try to get to point a to point z and again going back you need the right person to collaborate that's willing to transcend that ideology of what's theory and what's emotion driven um so i always say that for me music I may not be able to play it or really read it or kind of acknowledge the theory behind it, but I know what, uh, what it makes me feel. I know Still what I it. wanted to <laughs> make people feel. Exactly. And I think that's the beauty of music, the arts, and anything that invokes an emotional origin. Mm. It just, we all as creators have the idea that we just want to, whatever we're feeling, try to manifest it in the language that we're able to yeah. translate it to Definitely. and I hope yeah. to connect with someone you as music you as writing and me it's honestly I say I'm a filmmaker but for me it's community a, a lot of things I say a lot of times is build community establish community do this because my goal is to just be able to sit around a group of people and with what I the resources I have be able to Put in that puzzle piece of like, okay, this is how we can do that idea. This is how this is yeah. what you need for this idea. Yeah, put it together. It's 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 beautiful that you're able to like tap into that music music realm because it's honestly one of the 
one of the mediums that it doesn't matter language, doesn't matter the tonality to an extent, it doesn't matter if you can hear it, you can feel something. Even if it's just drone sound, mm -hmm. that the sound of a drone invokes a sensation of unease or mystery or just suspense. So, you guys are cool for being able to tap into that. I played guitar, but I wouldn't say I play, play. I just dabble in it. You just dabble in um, it? That's his. That's my, my, that's yours. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even play guitar. My girlfriend broke mine, <laughs> so I haven't been able to play, but... Mm -hmm. <laughs> as, you, as, you, as you do. As you do. So the point you were making earlier about communicating with like another creative i just wanted to point out that i think like any creator that's like worth their salt and what they do mm -hmm. should be able to understand even the vaguest of uh, uh instructions yeah when you're trying to explain what you want from Absolutely. what you're trying to get out of them yeah and you know the revisions that he sent back to me you know he nailed pretty much almost every song with the very first revision that he sent back to me. I think there's like maybe two songs on there that we uh, needed to redo. But yeah, <clears throat> he, he was able to understand right away what I wanted for each and every song on that album. And the dude was good. That's good. Sometimes uh, I think, um, I think that most, I guess all of them, I guess maybe most, I don't know, but most creators, regardless of the field that they're in, have mm -hmm. like, this way of understanding each other when they try to communicate ideas. Yeah. You know, and um, I don't know if it's the same for you and some of your band members, but I know for when we work together, sometimes we have like, we don't really speak to each other. We just kind of use very like, gest very small gestures or, or try to like communicate ideas like with physical sense very of few words. Which yeah. is kind of like, I don't know, you've worked in a restaurant before? Nope. No? Or... Maybe it's like this in the theater realm, but with using the restaurant analogy, mm. it's 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 beautiful when you're able to kind of work with a, someone in a set environment, and you guys are able to kind of complete and fulfill the task that are needed without necessarily using words. Yeah, it becomes almost <laughs> like a dance, like a choreography. Exactly. So it's just mm -hmm. kind of like. I know, I'm, I'm sauteing here, making this, and then before I even turn around, I see that he's already putting the, the plate there and prepping the garnishes, mm -hmm. and it's a sensation which is kind of like fluidity type of thing. Yeah. Um, but that goes back to what I said about understanding, like anybody that's worth their salt will understand what you're trying to communicate. So it, it's yeah. just, you, if you know what it is that the other person's trying to accomplish, then you don't need them to tell you like, hey, I need this. You're just like, okay, I know what they're doing, so I know this is what they're gonna need now. Mm -hmm. I can complete this task with them. And like, we're kind of far-fetched, but not really, like with Berean. Berean is uh, doing sound design on the short, on one of the short films we worked on. Honestly, I just had a simple conversation with him on the first day of meeting. Mm -hmm. And from then on, I only had one note. When he, when he sent the first delivery, Yeah. I only have one note. Good shit. And the note oh, was, that's, that's, um, cause there was a bathroom scene and, um, the mother was bathing their baby and he used the sound of a bathtub kind of like lifting from a pool of water. Mm. And I'm like, that's supposed to be a shower sound. Mm. So just switch those sounds. But other than that, mm. 
you think that that was the only note of yeah. a six minute or so video footage? Yeah, and considering the number of sounds that he put into that thing, right? There was so many audio files on that. I can to assume have, to have just one, one note. Yeah, good stuff, Brian. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, he's not he's not gonna stop anytime soon hopefully because we have <clears throat> projects for him oh yeah awesome it, it's fun being on that same wavelength with people mm -hmm. that you're working with and i mean it, it even happens during shows that we play like if somebody fucks up you know there's a way that we can get back on track and it's all within like a split second of thinking you know, we can all revert right back to the drums or we can all revert right back to what I'm singing on the microphone. There's always a point that we can revert back to in order to get back, get it's us back like, on track. Uh, staying on the music realm, it's kind of like jazz because that's the ethos yeah. of jazz. Like, yeah. especially when you're like veering off into your own thing. Mm -hmm. It's like they communicate with their eyes, not only just their eyes, yeah. but I feel like with their emotion. Like intuition. Yeah. Yep. I like to think, I mean, this probably sounds super corny, but I like to think that all, regardless of what creative language you speak, mm -hmm. I think like all creative minds are kind of part of the same web, you know? Yeah. There's just like signals going yeah. <laughs> between everyone. Even if you're like, you're a musician and, mm -hmm. we're, and we're more on the visual realm mm -hmm. of art and then someone who's like a painter, you know, we all kind of take part in different places yeah. on, of the same web. So. We, we know how to communicate with each other using the artistic side of our brains. Yeah. Whereas somebody who's um, you know, not as artistic might not, might not understand some of the cues that we would give off, even yeah. without using like verbal uh, or any type of auditory signal. I think that's the beauty of cinema. Cinema, I feel it's like the hub that is able to house all those different mediums into a single container that yeah. When it's in harmony, it's truthfully oh, an emotional yeah. Oh, yeah. orgasm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Love it. it's like, oh my god, like, dude, you gotta watch The Last of Us. The Last of Us oh, so yeah. far. The show, that. fantastic, yeah. man. And that start soundtrack that. transferred from the game to the show now is just yeah. beautiful. I mean, who, I don't know the name of the person that wrote it, but yeah, holy shit, the guitar. That, that was that's a beautiful soundtrack, and the guitar is amazing. And the adaptation, it's gotta be um, one of the best. Video game adaptations I've ever seen. It's so awesome. good. You should watch it. That's yeah, actually, we gotta kick you out before nine o'clock because we gotta watch it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, so, yeah. there. What? It's four episodes in so now. Three right now. Three right now. Yeah. Every every Sunday at nine p.m. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I gotta watch that. And they're like about an hour long, but they don't, they feel like half an hour. Feels, less. Yeah, because you yeah. finish it and you're like, I want I want to keep watching this. I don't want to. Yeah. The first one's the longest one, right? Yeah. 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 yeah the so first like one is an hour and. 30 minutes, I believe. Yeah. And then the the one last week was about 45 something to like 50 40-something. It's about length of a typical animated movie. Yeah. <laughs> an hour and a half. <laughs> Actually, let's veer off real quick because I want to kind of like get the blood boiling and see uh, different opinions. But mm -hmm. uh, so you're uh, <clears throat> you're very committed to the Snyderverse, right? DC. DC, baby. Not DC just DC, radical. but like the Snyder <laughs> universe. You're a strong advocate for that, no? Yeah, very much so. A lot of people hate on it. A lot, a lot of people hate on it. A lot of people just. I think you were telling me in a conversation another uh, uh, the other day about. Um, he might actually be on the opposite end of you, but uh, Man of Steel was one of your favorites. No, no, Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman. By extended edition, it has to be extended. Ultimate edition, dude. Not, not that edition. theatrical version. I'll give you this: the extended edition 
was a huge improvement. It filled in a lot of on holes. the movie. Yes. Regardless, <laughs> Batfleck is not. No, he's dude. not the guy, no, man. Dude, he's that, just not the guy to the play guy. Batman. This he is, is, this is just pure jealousy. He's, I don't want Anthony as my friend. I'm trying to like separate them. <laughs> he's he not it. He's not, I'm sorry, man, but I can't. Yo, I can't get behind perfect, that. Perfect but I'm biased. Universe. I'm biased because my, I like I like this, you know, realistic kind of grit in in my superhero. That's why Batman is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, comic book mm. character outside of the Joker, but those two are like my favorite comic book characters yeah. because, you know, Gotham is like that city where everything's like really gritty and I don't want to say re realistic, obviously, but more, mm -hmm. it's more less, grounded. it's more yeah. grounded, so definitely, it's, it's, it's less, you know, otherworldly than most of the other uh, well, characters, the thing right? with, mainstream characters. The thing with the Snyderverse is that from the get-go, if you look back into early interviews of Zack Snyder, he was trying to treat these characters as almost like gods. mythical gods. Yeah. Which and I that, think he I did don't. really great. Well, he did. If that was the goal he was going for, and he achieved it. So I give him props for that. I can't say that it was a terrible movie. It's but just not for you. It it's, it's, <laughs> I have my preferences, and yeah. I just can't. The Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson, that's yeah. exactly what I wanted to see Dude. in a Batman movie. Like I've been talking good. about that since Christian Bale was Batman. And it's like, oh, this is the kind of stuff that I want to see. I want to see Batman in like the gritty city, realistic. He still mm -hmm. gets his ass beat. And then the Batman came out, and I was like, holy... <laughs> Fuck, this is everything I've been asking for. It's right? perfect. It was like they found a way to make it way more dark yeah. and still gave it like a bunch of color. Yeah. And it's just it's so crazy good. good. I, I just I just loved it. Character arcs were fantastic. Yeah. It, there was it's so many that so much detail really that I picked up on like watching it three, four times. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, man, it, they really they really did a great job. If you job look at it, like one of the, I, this is something that I, I watch a lot of YouTube, so I like I have a lot of reference points specifically with film, music, and just the entertainment biz. But mm -hmm. there's an interview or there's a review of the movie that someone specifically said that the Batman is not just a good superhero movie, but it's a good it's it's cinema. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't feel oh, like a superhero movie. It, it looks like cinema. It looks like yeah. a movie of that you course. would see it's in the solid. 80s or 90s. Yeah. I think it got what three nominations or something. Did it? Yeah. I, think I didn't even got, see that. And I think one of them is sound. Holy shit. Yeah. And sound was incredible. Was so, yeah, I, I will tell you my favorite part. Oh, never mind. I'll tell you my top two favorite parts. <laughs> footsteps in the dark. Dude, my absolute favorite is when the Batmobile first shows up. Ooh, that was, Ooh, that was, yeah. When that car starts up in that, that alleyway. Yeah, auditory mm -hmm. orgasm right there. Yeah, it was delicious. Started yeah. from the ground up. I was the chills just went yeah. all over it. The second is when um, when he was uh, investigating Catwoman. When yeah. he was um, when he was looking through the binoculars, the binoculars looking into yeah. an apartment, and she, when she breathing? got suited up, and when she jumped out onto the fire escape, you just hear this little. Doo -doo -doo. It's it's the smallest little thing. Yeah, it's so good. But it was perfect for Catwoman. <laughs> it, it opens. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, it opens with um, the Riddler kind of looking yeah. through the same thing. Yeah, and say, it's like the breathing. You can hear. I was gonna yeah. say that's so good. Like man. we're talking about the sound design from the very first second of the from the first frame. Yeah. We're already like having a like an auditory like fucking mind fuck. Yeah, right. It's so good. You hear the breathing of the Riddler. You hear some of the city, like, mm -hmm. it's just, I don't know, it looks, if, it might sound weird, but if you would have to put, like, a microphone inside binoculars, that's what it would sound like. Yeah. Yeah. It was, 
it was just such a good movie throughout. Yeah, I got I got somebody had said something about how they didn't feel like most of the characters, some of the characters were not as developed, and my comment to that was that if you really pay attention to the movie, mm -hmm. there's only there's a few I want to say maybe like three or four POV shots, and the mm -hmm. only time you ever see a POV shot is from the perspective of the Batman, which is a, who's the main protagonist, mm -hmm. and from the perspective of the Riddler, who's the main antagonist. Yeah. Right? Those are the mm -hmm. only POV shots that you get. So that just tells me that this movie is not about anyone else. It's just about the conflict that the Batman has, not only with the Riddler, but with himself, yep. and the Riddler's point of view on essentially the world around him and the process that is uh, the Batman. I also, I also really hope, and I'm, I don't know if you guys caught this, and, but I really hope that moving forward, they kind of maintain the same kind of like Parallelism, parallelism of like villain and hero because the Riddler and the Batman they're pretty similar in origin and like drive yeah but one veered off to in one direction yeah yeah even left. though in the beginning he associated himself as vengeance he yeah. kind of grew that yeah grew and at the end of the movie he sure became did. hope so I mean come on that's and character arc if, if they maintain I swear dude if they maintain those arcs through all the villains I think it kind of showcases yeah. that at the end of the day it's we all kind of stem from the same origin it's just what we do with it how yeah. we resort to yeah. to manifest those emotions and bad mm -hmm. just chose to go the right way the even though originally it was like i said through vengeance he decided to become a symbol a symbol of hope and a sim well not symbol of hope that's more super a symbol of just kind of like well he did really, become a symbol yeah, of he hope he did really become a symbol like with that whole basically catastrophic ending to yeah. that city and, yeah. you know with it flooding and everything you know lightly spoilers but if you haven't seen it but yeah. and, he had, <laughs> and he definitely had some turmoil some internal turmoil between uh, he had a decision to make and actually somebody was talking about like how selena kyle um aka catwoman for those of you who don't know um <laughs> is is in the movie for no reason like her her character doesn't serve any purpose but if you really like pay attention the fuck's that that Somebody I know said that. Yeah, I but if you really pay attention, her whole point, um, not only to drive the story for the investigation that Batman is doing, but mm -hmm. she kind of represents a choice that Batman has to make. Because if you remember, towards the end of the movie, she has to, spoiler alert, towards the end of the movie, mm -hmm. she kind of leaves and invites, you know, right. Bruce to go with her. Yep. And he has to make a choice between leaving and staying behind this busted down city and and doing his thing and then that's kind of like where he makes that decision where he's like this is my responsibility now and i have to yeah i have to stick to it yeah. which is great that's great character building in my super, opinion super right, that's great. my favorite batman movie yeah not to take away from uh the dark knight but <laughs> i mean the dark knight is great too and it, the thing is is that the batman gave us something we never really had before uh as far as the batman like being basically year two yeah you know he's still a rookie at this basically. and they made it and they made it known yeah they made and sure you like, knew every time he got his two. ass beat when he when he busted into the when he yeah uh, hit the like, bus hit that, yeah he hit the railing on that and <laughs> like it went into the yeah, bus bro, bro that, that looks so painful i don't know why that was one of my favorite fucking moments i love it because <laughs> no one no one would have expected that no no you watch the christian building and he's so badass you know he's gliding just, in his thing and he lands he Bust through the glass, does the action roll. And going right. back for the sound so design, cool. 
the mm -hmm. way they portrayed that through sound, I, f I don't know about y'all, but I felt that. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the music cuts off as soon as he hits it's it. Soon. It's like a quiet moment of silence it where you're just like, holy hurts. fuck. Bro, like, I, I have to check for bruises myself. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, man. ah, that hurts. Fantastic. And also yeah, another memorable one that um, when the when the Riddler's inside the guy's, that guy's car right before he kidnaps yeah. him. Yeah. That shit was Pretty sure there's a POV shot in there too. Oh yeah, there was. And because um, <laughs> we got, oh, we also got a detective bat. Way more of the detective side of the Batman. Yeah, and he's not good at it. No. At least not yeah. yet. It's like, he's still like getting used to it. And yet, you know, it had me watching, enjoying, and thinking myself. Yeah. You know, and that was an enjoyable experience. So that movie was just, it was fantastic, beginning there. Yeah. What I like though is that he didn't, he didn't figure anything out himself yeah it yeah. was he had either gordon uh alfred or yeah. that cop or penguin <laughs> or penguin also helped in the investigation yeah. and then at the end when he found out the carpet tool was like the cop that was there that told him about it yeah like mm -hmm. he didn't really do much investigating himself yeah. so i love that he kind of like you can tell that he's new to this he he makes a lot of mistakes Still he gets his ass beat you know, and he and he still decides to, to continue doing this thing and grow, you know, hopefully yeah. maybe if they have a, another one at some point in the future, mm. he'll be a little bit better. You know, you never know. Yeah. But I love that. Can't wait for the next ones. There should be like at least two more is what I'm hoping. How would you yeah. feel about the ending of the movie? That was great. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Going to lead to a whole lot more. Do you think it was beneficial to exclude that about the post credit? Um, yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. The, but do you think it was beneficial to exclude that Joker interrogation scene, or you think it would have been nice to have it in the film? Um, you know what I'm referring to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the in the jail cell, right? Yeah. Where he yeah. talks to the to the Riddler. Not the Riddler. The there's a deleted scene where the Joker is interrogated by the Batman. Oh, I don't think I've seen that. Oh wait, I think I did see this. This was I watched that. A, a while ago, a friend of mine. The podcast. Yeah, a friend of mine sent it to me through text. He was like, "Yo, did you see this deleted scene?" And I was like, uh, "No," <laughs> and I watched it, and it was incredible, right? And so you got way more of—I can't remember the guy's name who's um, playing the Joker—but you got way more of how he was portraying it. But I think, I think it was okay that it was left out. Would have been I think it gave a little too much. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, like we'll see. what he did. Yeah, it was up, what was already in the movie was. But I can imagine amount. that having any more information about ex like external characters would take away from like what I think the movie was. It was a nice little bonus be. feature, I think. Yeah. It, it was nice, but it would have made the movie feel three and three yeah. and a half hours long instead of just three because it was a bit slow. But slow I feel I feel like having more. They already did like a, the post credit scene in the jail cell with the Riddler. Having yeah. that interaction with the Joker, but mm. I feel like if they added any anything more to that about a character that wasn't even in the majority in the movie, yeah, you know, I think it would have taken away from like what the plot of the movie yeah, was. Yeah, it would have taken away from the Riddler for sure. It's like ah, oh, this is kind of a it's just a little jab, a little 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 piece of candy yeah. <laughs> to ride off on. So can't wait for more. I hope they do some more really awesome uh, villains, because I would love. For them to redo Mr. Freeze. That's <laughs> in the conversation, by the way. Yeah. Apparently, the conversation is Mr. Freeze. Um, what's what's it called? Something owls. The Court, the Court of, of Owls. owls. I yes. want to see. I want to see the more 
like I said, I like grit. I like realism. Mm -hmm. You know, I like this like dark city kind of like yeah. more grounded like villains. Mm -hmm. So I would definitely love to see those kinds of grounded villains like the Black Mask. Mm -hmm. I think it would be super cool to, to see. Um, well, it's just something like that. Did I you, want to see more develops. I had this conversation. Where's with, the pre? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I had this conversation with you or you, but um, uh, it. Doctor. Doctor Pig. Oh yeah, Doctor Pig. I would Pig. love to see yeah. that, that interpretation. That'd be creepy cool, yeah. as hell. That would, be a, that would be a nice yeah. little horror. I think it would run with the universe though. A hundred percent, yeah. Doctor Pig sure. would be cool. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And, and, I play. I remember uh, playing uh, Arkham Knight, and that sh that that part of the game was gnarly. Arkham City. I would love to see Man Bat too. Arkham Knight. Oh yeah, Man Bat. Man Bat would be wild. In that universe might be interesting to see how they translate it because it's a little bit more grounded. Yeah. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how they how they interpret it. Firefly would be cool. To yeah, see. Firefly would be dope. Yeah. Well, they tried that <laughs> with what the bat with the Batgirl Batgirl? movie. Yeah, yeah but, but apparently that it's got, already. I got it. I got canceled <laughs> real quick. Oh my god, Day in the Life of cool. DC. I just hope they too. don't like establish Robin too soon, you know? Yeah. I, anytime you put Robin in a movie, I feel like it takes away from Batman. From Batman, you yeah, know? It's more about sure. like the family now, and it's less about like Batman's struggles and stuff like that. Yeah. Which I love seeing that kind of stuff. I like I like the, the lone wolf solo Batman. Yeah. Very personally, much so. more than I like the Robin. Yeah. stories even though i do love uh the red hood storyline oh, yeah. you know the killing joke storyline is also mm -hmm. one of my favorites yeah that's another great one too and and with the so out of like <laughs> i was in like heated debates with a good friend of mine about so if we get the trilogy of the batman and then to get the full and of course we already have the trilogy of the dark knight yeah Everybody's like, all right, which trilogy is going to be the better one? Do you right. think that this trilogy is heading in the way of being but better? It's two very be different cinematic so styles. So very different. That was so my whole point. I was like, oh, it's kind of hard to put those yeah. against each other like that. We're yeah. getting two totally different Batman here. Exactly. I was like, we got Rookie Bat over here and we got Professional better, ass yeah, Bat. Yeah, let's, over let's here. see. Maybe not do which one's better, but. I think this is more of a, on a solid perspective basis, but who do you think is doing more justice to the character? Who's, who do you think is more rooted to the origin of who Batman should be? Like so far, it's the Batman. The as Batman, of right? Now. I think I think because the way they wrote Bruce, even though he's kind of like you know the emo kid or yeah, whatever, yeah. but I think the way they wrote him, I, there's definitely you can see there's a lot more. Uh, emotional turmoil within him mm -hmm. than the Christian Bale Batman. Yeah, and I think that's like the whole thing that makes Batman Batman is the the, the internal struggle that he always has. Yeah, you know, kind of small little detail, but I love how they kind of like even acknowledge his um, eternal shift. How he's yeah. trying to not even trying to adjust how he's he feels out of place during the day. Yeah. Yeah. He's now just he's operating overnight. He's an eternal animal. Yeah. Like Where you can look at him midday. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's, it was, it he, lo crazy. He, look, he looks tired. He looks like yeah, he has, he looks he has, he's not sleeping. Yeah, right? And then he, I think Pattinson himself said like, uh, Kurt Cobain was like an inspiration. 
yeah, 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 for playing this part. And I was like, uh, yeah, I kind of see it. Speaking of which, soundtrack it. for the movie, oh, incredible. Loved it. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it, it's crazy how that song was like almost never on the radio, right? And uh, until now, and now it's yeah, almost the, a regular the, the play now from the movie for sure. Yeah, and I was like, man, our movies, man. Mm-hmm. Kind of like put a cap on this topic. That's a great example of like how movies as a container yeah kind of mm-hmm. heightened every other platform every other medium because they bring it all together they do like you said like i didn't know about that song yeah I, but <laughs> you didn't know about that? maybe i heard about it and it's not like i mean it's not one of the classics it's not heart-shaped no, box yeah. it's not right. teenage spirits yeah fair. that's fair and that's now true. people are like going to it because it's 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 bringing new life to it. The song, great song. Yeah, it's uh, nice. Good shit. Music and movies, love, just like that. That's essentially <laughs> what it is. I think you're describing musicals. <laughs> oh, it's not so true. <laughs> musicals are more fantastical. Yeah. Yeah, very more. What's the word? Well, I guess fantastical. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best one I could. Yeah. Don't be wrong. There's, there's a lot of good musicals out there. There are a lot of good musicals out there. I don't know many. For some reason, I only know like the classics and the Lin Manuel ones. Like, have you have you seen Hamilton? Hamilton? No, I haven't. I mean, La La Land has got to be La La one of the best like ones. Super popular on a on a cinematic platform. Yeah, exactly on a cinematic platform, not on a on a theatrical platform. Yeah, you guys should watch. The Lion King is like. Uh, you, you should watch Nine. Nine. Yeah. Nine, nine is one of my favorites, and it's about this. It's about this Italian guy who makes movies. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> so I highly recommend watching that one. The music in that's pretty great. So that one's been a favorite for a long time. What are you trying to do in your life? Like, do you have any clear wave or map or something? That's a funny way to pose that question. <laughs> what are you trying to do in your, your life? life? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be up real. Any you know? ideas? <laughs> it's like yeah, you sound like the grandma at the family reunion. So, right, what are you doing with your life? What are you trying to do with your life? <laughs> Put on a couple extra pounds, did you? I mean, if it makes you happy, you know. No, but really, like, what? And not, not necessarily in a very, like, like, fuck what society puts, like, how society puts it. Like, in a yeah. creative life. Mm-hmm. What do you, what story are you trying to tell? What, what's your story? I want a catalog music to refer back to one of one of the biggest things that i've always wanted to do was tell someone whoever like i just met what do you do oh i'm a musician let me pull this out of my back pocket and show you all the shit that i did yeah you know what i mean and so like i want to build a big catalog of just solid albums eps singles uh videos pictures of live performances you know i just want to be able to have that and i'm building on that which is great Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the main thing that I'm chasing after as far as, you know, what I really want out of life. And what is it that you don't need? Because they're I'm kind of stemming from from either conversations that we had in this show or either in person. Um, like, for example, I don't need to be Warner Brothers. I don't need to be some big studio. I just want to mm. be a hub to be able to provide yeah. creative resources to be able to manifest ideas what is 
what, what, what's, what are you trying to filter out that mm. some people might get lost in? And what is your true integrity in the identity or the voice that you have in this medium? Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people, they will shoot for wanting that, you know, wanting that big record deal. They want all the dreams to come packaged, fame. you know, right with it, you know, all the fame. And to me, because the way that, I mean, because the music that I write, you know, it's rock music. And so the way that the field is, the community of rock, it's so personal, it's so close, it's pretty tight, you know what I mean? And so I can run into any, almost any of the musicians that I look up to just by being around the venue, you know, before they play. But if this somebody like Lady Gaga or something, there's no chance they got her like in a, in black sheet, you're not gonna notice it was her. <laughs> and so a lot of people, you know, a lot of people want that life. I don't necessarily need that. I want to be around it though. Like if somebody come, comes along, gives me a call and be like, hey, wanna go on tour with this band? Hell yeah, absolutely. That's fantastic to go on tour with this band. It doesn't have to be a headlining tour for me. Right. I can be invited on the tour and I'm living my best life. <laughs> so I don't need the top, I can shoot for it. You know, I don't have to necessarily tell myself that I don't need to shoot for it because I always will shoot for it, but it's not necessarily something that I need. It's not something that I'm constantly thinking about. Oh, this song has to be number one. This song has to be number one. I can't have this line. It doesn't sound as good. This song has to be number one. Yeah. This song has to make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> this be song good has to be for you. It has yeah. to be a good representation of what voice you're trying to and admit out of exactly. yourself. Yeah, I love that. And I feel like a lot of artists these days kind of stray away from that mentality. Exactly. Um, just because it's so easy to like blow up out of nowhere and then two days later, you're no longer valuable or yeah. relevant. You know what I mean? Yeah, in exactly. This, in, this, in this era where everything like kind of moves so quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think it's important to just do things more for you than for the recognition from other people. Yeah. Hopefully it's not for the wrong intentions, but I'm very happy to finally see the music that we grew up with make a resurrection. Yeah. Like recently, My Chemical Romance came back. Yeah. Yeah. Blink-182 reunited. <laughs> yeah, they're coming back. <laughs> so it's, it's, and it, for the most part, yeah, they're modernizing a bit, but they recently put out a song and it sounds like them. It sounds like mm -hmm. they're fucking dumb bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is great, because that's, that's, awesome. that's why you go to Blink. It's, yeah, you right? want to hear their dumb hear banter and have a good time and just exactly. kind of feel good in a way. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And yeah. it's nice, like, a while ago, maybe like 2014-ish, I was saying, and I don't know if you guys related to this, but I was saying, like, what happened to the what happened to the guitar solos? What happened to the guitar yeah. riffs? Yeah. Like everything is so computer based. Yeah, everything's electric, yeah. electric nowadays. Yeah. Or electronic. And it's, but it's nice to see it come back. Like Foo Fighters, thank God for Foo yeah, Fighters. Man. Thank goodness for the Foo Fighters. They stuck yeah. around. Man, I'm I'm glad that they're also coming back. Yeah. You know, after well, the they're, they're, they apparently they're made they're they're rebranding themselves because I don't know if you saw the article. Apparently. Uh, Dave Grohl doesn't really believe that without rest in peace Taylor Hawkins, mm -hmm. Foo Fighters is not Foo Fighters. So yeah. they're going to continue making music, but that's with a different, different name, identity. A different name. They haven't released it yet, I but see it. I heard. Yeah, that. I, I can appreciate that. Definitely. Yeah, for sure, I can definitely. appreciate that. You you want to keep you want to keep that name as kind of like an homage to 
you know, the, the, the he people had a that were huge part of hand it. in it. Taylor Hawkins was a huge member in the Foo Fighters. I'm not gonna lie, if I were to see them perform right now and, you know, Taylor not being there, it would be pretty it'd different. Be, it'd yeah. be super different. Yeah. Pretty weird. And, Same and way what, with Nirvana. Like, exactly. You can't be Nirvana without hurt. I mean, like, without let's Kurt. be real here. Yeah. You can slap Dave and uh, Chris Novoselic yeah. up there, but. It can still be good. It can still be good. It's just not yeah. the same. It's like what happened with uh, Queen. Yeah, I was about to say like a huge <laughs> example. Queen, yeah. like they've made a lot of resurrect, like uh, resurrected like concerts and stuff where they mm. had like what is it, Adam Adam Lambert, Adam Lambert? Yeah. and some other people. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, but they're it's good. Not they're the really same. good. He's such a good mm. singer too. Yeah, but it's just you don't singer. go see there's Queen. No, there's no Freddie. Yeah, number two. It's you're not gonna have that mentality that Freddie had, dude. Exactly. It was he was man. He was one of a kind for sure. Yeah, like man. Music, <laughs> there's there's so many avenues that you can go down as far as music, music is, and you know, there's not a single kind of music out there that I avoid. There's something, there's something I love in every facet of music. And what, like I said, one of the best things that I love about music is that rock being so personal. Like one of the best things that ever happened to me, it's probably my best show ever, is where I went to see Seven Dust in Memphis at the New Daisy Theater. And I got up there and it's like maybe an hour before the show. And so I'm walking down Bill Street, you know, I'm just kind of killing time or whatever. And the lead singer, LJ, he walks right by me. And I notice it like right as we were pretty much shoulder to shoulder. I turn around and I stopped. I was like, was that LJ? I think that was LJ. Let me follow him. <laughs> I follow him. He goes down this alleyway uh, next to the venue, and I just go, LJ. You follow him down an yeah, alleyway? <laughs> I follow him down the alleyway, and I'm like, yo, LJ. He turns around, he comes up to me, and treats me as if we were, like, best of friends. Yo, brother, how's it been? How's it going? How's, it, how's this? How's that? As if he just knew me. That is so rock. <laughs> it's that like, is it's so, so amazing. So we took a picture and everything. He was like, yo, where are you from? I was like, oh, I'm just down the street in Mississippi, really. He was like, oh, that's awesome. So you're here for the show and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be in there. He said, good, I'll see you there. Later on that night, I ended up getting like hands on stage, like right there at the front. And Holy he sees shit. me and he goes, Mississippi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, He's man. like, what's up, dude? And then uh, Clint, the guitar player, grabs a bottle of water and pours the entire thing on me. <laughs> the bassist gives me a pick. The drummer, Morgan Rose, dude, he did this one wild, crazy move where he took the drumstick and he like took it around his neck and like flinged it my way. I mean, landed perfectly in front of me. And I was like, yo, this is awesome. I pointed the stick at him and he pointed one right back at me. Then this lady behind me, she taps me on the shoulder. He was like, I think that was meant for me. Yeah, sure, lady. <laughs> and yeah, I was like, I will said. beat you down with you this drumstick, dude. We need to go to concerts with this guy. <laughs> yeah, man. We need, to chase, we need to chase musicians down alleyways more often. Yeah, right. Chase them down. I mean, I think you, I think you <laughs> already answered the question, but stemming off of that, what, what's been your most memorable like music experience like as an as a audience member? As an audience member? I, I'll be interested to like, see if it wasn't that. I need to know what it is. I mean, that was pretty good. I'm not going to lie, but it was that first time seeing Pearl Jam. That first time, first time seeing Pearl Jam in New Orleans at the Voodoo Fest, and they played Given to Fly. Ooh. If there was a chance where I could levitate, it would have been that moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was finally mm -hmm. hearing that song come to life. That's beautiful. Was otherworldly. <laughs> what about you? 
I wish I could say Pearl Jam also. But honestly, I feel like I had a, an existential experience. And I know some people might not like this band that much, but when I first saw Coldplay mm. uh, perform live for the first time, yeah. I mean, I can understand why most people aren't into them. They're kind of like a softer alternative uh, rock, hell, but talented. they're so good. <laughs> and their live performances are mind-blowing, dude. I watched them in an amphitheater. Yeah. This fucking lasers and confetti and balloons and just so many colors and paint and yeah. everything it was the most beautiful thing i've ever experienced i think i think the thing about coldplay where a lot of people may put a lot of shit on but coldplay is the type of band that gets to your soul oh yeah they're very intimate and like yeah. kind of yeah. like transcending mm -hmm. and i don't know like when you for me, Paradise is the one that does it to me. I I, I cannot wait to That's see that one. song yeah. live. Mm -hmm. The Scientist is good. Paradise Live was insane, and the, just it, the yeah. confetti of the fireworks. The energy. And the they have and a way of energy. That's it's, what it is. It, yeah. The energy exchange is definitely something to behold. And I was sitting super fucking close too yeah. at the Coldplay oh, concert. Man. I got tickets for my birthday a few years ago, mm. and we were, we had floor seats, and we were really close. And it was just like this. Where was it? Most was beautiful it? thing. It was in um, the Hard Rock Stadium in South Florida. Sweet. So good. Yeah. And I think it it rained it rained for a little bit, mm. so it was like between like this beautiful rain that was lit by the the <laughs> the stadium lights, yeah. and then these these lasers everywhere, these giant balloons that are yeah. floating around the entire crowd. And I'm talking about like this. I think the stadium fits like sixty four thousand people. It's like yeah. a huge amphitheater. And there's balloons everywhere, and then everyone has like the lit, the little yeah, wristband the light lights up. And bro, oh my god, you you look in any direction and you're like, this is a marvel. Right. This is insane. It's so beautiful. It's incredible stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They put on a great show for sure. I would love to see them. And was that the same tour where uh, her opened up for them? No, I don't think. I don't. I don't remember if they even had anybody open for them. Oh really? Oh wow. That's I don't think. Awesome. I don't remember seeing anyone open for them. I think they just like. Came on stage at like the time that they were scheduled mm -hmm. and put on like a super long show yeah and they had like a two-part stage where they had like come to walk through the crowd to get to the oh, one nice. part and chris uh it was chris right yeah chris martin mm -hmm. he walks through the crowd and he gets to like the little mini stage in the center and he plays the piano there for the scientists and i yeah. think a couple other songs too and he sang there was a, a little girl's birthday oh. and she was like on someone's shoulder with a poster like oh it's my birthday yeah and he straight up like played happy birthday for her on the piano in like the most beautiful way it was so cool that is awesome yeah it was awesome you know what else puts on a really good show green day yeah green, green day. is like a band that i grew up listening to yeah. it's like the, the my that was my gateway band to like into the rock world yeah um when i first like got into into rock music mm. um they put on such a good fucking show, man. I've never seen anyone be so like involved with the crowd, yeah. live at least, than I have with I think Green Food Day. Fighters. I would say Foo Fighters will beat that. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen Foo Fighters live, so I can't speak I've to that. I've seen both, but... and Foo Fighters, they just have a way to kind of like okay. manipulate the, the Three or four times. It's awesome. Think I've, seen I've seen I've seen Foo Green Day Green twice. Foo Fighters. And I've seen Green Day twice, and both times they had somebody um, come up on stage and they would ask hey, who knows how to play guitar and yeah, somebody uh, and yeah. somebody will go and they'll be like oh uh do you know this song or whatever and they will play the song like the yeah. the, the fan will play the song and then billy joel not billy joel billy joe billy joe yeah 
would just give them the guitar be like oh yeah. you can keep that and get another guitar i was like yo what the i gotta learn how to play guitar so i can go to the next music concert i swear that happened in one i saw too yeah, that's, that's awesome crazy. it's so Man, cool if they if the foo fighters ever <laughs> do that to me I, i'll be so ready that's I'll so be cool so ready <laughs> but yeah yeah it would be so much fun i almost saw green day um, and it was actually another year in, in New Orleans at the Voodoo Festival. Oh man, um, if you ever get a chance to see headline. them, I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah. I saw them one time, I f was so impressed by how like how their live performances were and how involved with the crowd and how awesome of a show they put on yeah. that I had to go see them again. And I saw them at the Hella Mega Tour where they played, nice. it, was the, it was Green Day, Weezer, and Fall Out Boy. Yeah. And what a fucking incredible show, man. Holy man. shit, what a great show. I almost saw them, but uh, I th they canceled and got replaced with Metallica, and that's how. That's I, not that. And that's, that's not how that I saw bad, them. man. <laughs> I was like, you that's, know what? You can't complain. I, you know, and that I was mean, the first time me seeing Metallica live. I was like, that's not a bad yeah, switch up. I gotta say, yeah, I can live with that. I can definitely live with that. <laughs> like, okay, okay, and it was great. And there was a couple other bands that I got introduced to at that same festival, which was Silver Sun Pickups. Is who I saw for the first time I there. Them, I saw them definitely once for sure, but I think I saw them twice, and both times, Silver Sun are there, dude. Before I even get too far, Silver Sun's good, <laughs> but Cage the Elephant. Oh, Cage that the elephant. thing to kind yeah. of go into like you the, saw them live, dude. Damn, yeah. before <laughs> I saw I, them, I saw the Cage. Yeah. I saw them before I knew who they were. I oh, discovered nice. them. Oh really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's how I saw Silverstone before I knew who they were. Never heard of them. I think that's something magical when you like discover someone in the moment. Yeah. Yep. You because it's one thing listening to the music and just hearing like literally playback. Yeah. Yeah. But hearing their energy. Yeah. It's when it just, catches you, it catches you. And Silverstone oh has good fucking energy. Yeah. yeah. Silverstone has good energy, but uh Cage the Elephant, dude, they're they're insane. They 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 really fucking transform on stage. Yeah. Like this, the lead singer literally went from being fully suited up to his to barely practically naked. <laughs> and he's jumping around the jumping entire around. time. You've seen them? <laughs> I watched videos. <laughs> I hadn't jumping seen them around. He's like literally a fucking modern Mick Jagger. Oh he's shit, that's cool as fuck. Entire time. That's cool as fuck. I'll tell you what a cool experience was. Uh, several years ago, I went to watch. Van Halen uh, with Eddie still playing the guitar. Yeah. And it was David Lee Roth as the frontman. And I was like, Ooh. so excited. And yeah. man, these guys were like pretty old yeah, when yeah. I went to watch them. So he he suited up and he had like the the the, the wires. Mm -hmm. And my man was floating around on stage. And I was like, oh, bro, he still got it. Like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. It was so much fun to see. And he, wow. he, he was rocking out, man. It was so cool. That's awesome. I'm be, it might be random as shit, but we're, we're acknowledging the, the showcase itself, but especially now working at ETA, you also got to give credit to the fucking stagehands and the producers yeah, behind that shit. 100%. It, it, it's funny, right? Being on this side of it now. Yeah, it's hard work, man. Yeah, you watch it and dude, you're the like, fucking man. rigging. <laughs> like, what we see is cool. It's like, dude, there's a fucking poor schmuck. Cranking the fucking <laughs> Everybody's just headbanging, having a great time, and this guy's like stressing the fuck out. Back about to break. <laughs> Shit, that's my cue. 
Oh God, to be like, oh, man. to be backstage working like one of the Metallica shows, because you know, all their scenic and they got so much crazy kind of shit in their shows now. It's just, man, that's a, yeah. that's a job. Yeah, all the people set up all the pyrotechnics, the light people. Yeah. Man, shout out to shout out to all the all the stagehands and all, all the, the stagehands. We all feel the you. House I really want to, like, I think I have to dive into that world. There's one thing prepping for it, but if I if I live at least one day in it, I'll probably like understand it more. And but let alone to understand the mechanics that go behind to build it is already huge kind of like awakening factor. Um, like the arts, bro. The arts. It's, but the beauty about the arts is just that you're most people are just seeing the final product, but. Mm. fucking mechanics that go behind it the paint brushes the types of colors and the the purpose behind it like my girlfriend is a fucking artist we're surrounded by fucking art that yeah. she created everywhere and we're seeing the final product but we're not we may convey a story out of it but she had to go through a journey to fucking yeah. get to that point same thing with yeah, your right? music same thing with our visual stories there's a beauty within the arts that if you just take a moment to really kind of dissect it, it's, it's, it's human, it's raw, it's organic, and it's beautiful, and it's chaos. But yeah, I don't know. And That's why I find it hard to, as an artist, to harshly judge like somebody else's work, because I know that this came from somewhere, Yeah. you know, and this, this stemmed from an, either an experience or some kind of idea that they, that they had, and they had to go through a an entire process just to just to realize this uh, mm -hmm. this vision or whatever and it doesn't in, always in manifest properly but just like life when the fuck do we always yeah. do we get the results that we always want exactly. if anything There's a bad result is just a lesson to improve on into the next one like yeah. exactly but i think i think everyone. music is in your blood bro yeah yeah but you are it's just in there it's embedded you either have it or you don't man yeah for real embedded you just can't help it, you know? Well, we don't, we don't necessarily have to like stop this hanging out session, but I think we should come close to a wrap to like the yeah, actual podcast. And I don't know, um, do we have any last topics be that we want to touch on? Anything yeah, you want to say anything? You want to promote any, uh, any new music coming up? For sure, um, for sure. We already plugged the show if you want to say it one more time. Absolutely. So. New music is gonna be coming this year, absolutely. Definitely working on some stuff. Almost finished with a single. It's gonna be amazing. The band is Ant Hill in the City. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music. You can find it on YouTube. Just keep looking out for it. There's gonna be more coming. As well as Before the Altar, my cover band. New Metal, 2000s Hard Rock, Rage Against the Machine, Tool, all the great bands of that time. Lawrenceville, Georgia, 10 p.m. Osmos Pizza and Social. Oh, and what is, if you had to recommend one song, what would it be? One song. Of theirs? Of like mine or? It can be, let's do both. Let's, since you write music, let's, um, what's a song that you recommend that you've personally written and a song that just. Like if I want to introduce someone, yeah. this is a song I'm going to show you. Or even band. What was that band that you introduced us the other day that was fucking insane? <laughs> Ugly Kid Joe. Ugly <laughs> Kid Joe. <laughs> that show was insane. What a roller coaster Dude, that was. Real. That was a journey on its own. That was one song. <laughs> oh my god. Like literally go to the album. Um, 
uh, America's Least Wanted. Every song is like five minutes long. All They're all journeys. <laughs> and they're all fantastic. I can't wait for the show to come up because, uh, you know, they're reuniting for a tour this year. Uh, but for like a song of mine that I've written that I always want to show people first is the song that I've had for, it's like the second oldest song in the album is Peasant in the Castle. Peasant in the Castle. Peasant in the Castle. Bro, you'd be good at marketing, bro. This <laughs> fucking name. Come up with Peasant in the Castle. You should come up with a name for this podcast. <laughs> it, uh, it's the second song on the album and I wrote it when I first moved to Philadelphia. I felt like we're a peasant in a castle. Like castle. That's beautiful. Yep. We're going to listen to it after we wrap. That's that's, that's the one I push. Before <laughs> we conclude, let's pour another fucking cup. Let's let's, let's chug whatever's left. You and, Ant, you and I, I guess. I, I, I've gone through like three of these already. <laughs> let's pour in another one. I'm out of ice. Let's go Please, neat. Thank you. It's, it's not it's it's sweet enough. It's, fine. it's we'll, sweet enough we'll to turn this into a shot. That's a chill, bro. Shot? Sweet whiskey. Alright, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be classy about it. Here's guys. Chin-chin, like you say in our fight of the world. Delicious. Kind of smoky when it's not with ice. Yeah. Okay, um, but yeah, cool shit. Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a, Grab this from the old podcast I had and kind of like transcend it to this. But in, I used to have a podcast called Simply Talk, and it was kind of same same ethos. We would just talk about someone's creative input and output of to the world or society, or whatever. And at the end of each podcast show, we would close it with a famous old question: Anthony, mm-hmm. what is creativity for you? Creativity for me. Creativity for me is the importance of looking at a blank canvas. Whether it's metaphorical or whether it's actually physical, whether you're actually an artist or not. But the beauty of looking at a blank canvas, the thing that is about to happen is truly marvelous. This is the first show. Let's all go around. What's creativity for you, Abraham? For me, I think creativity is um, the ability to take personal life experience and emotion and turn it into something where you can portray what, what, what it is that you're feeling so that other people can either relate to it or understand it. Um, and I think it's, it's such a vast, it's such a like broad term, mm-hmm. you know, creativity. Cause I think it's, it's something that comes in so many different ways. You can be creative in, in art. You can also be creative in, in engineering. You can be creative in anything that you do. Um, I think, to, to, to sum it up, I guess, I think creativity is just uh, anybody's way of pushing any boundary of like what their limitations are, you know, and, and stepping outside of that. What about you? Last but not least. Probably gonna change, and I think that's part of. <laughs> I think no, but really, I think that's that's creativity in its own, evolving. Mm. Yeah. A, the the ability of thinking differently, the ability of asking questions and challenging the norm. So, what is creativity? I think at the ethos, creativity, creativity for me is always gonna be asking why, and trying to understand it, trying to 
adapt to it and progress from it. Creativity is just the urge to want to change the world somehow, whether it's musically or theoretically or scientifically or anything. It's just wanting creativity is one's person to contribute. Put it that way. Uh, but yeah, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys were watching this, cool. Oh, damn, Andrea's still watching this shit. Yeah, she's our that's my girl. Fan. Nice. That's the homie. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Andrea. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Those that are tuning in live, hope, hope you guys enjoyed watching this. We're going to post this on Spotify and most likely All Apple Podcasts. I don't know if that's on the place. Well, for sure, <laughs> Spotify, because I've done it before. But tune in. We'll keep you guys updated. And thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to check out, where can we find you? Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Amazon. Oh, yeah. all the places. All the places, literally, all the places. <laughs> and what's what's the tag or what's the... Ant Hill in the City. Ant Hill, Hill in the City. Hill in the city. Hill in the city. Make sure to check out Ant Hill in the City. Also check out Before the Altar. Before the Altar cover band. Well. And if you want to, if you want to just have a good time and chat, one more time, Lawrence, Lawrenceville, Georgia, <laughs> Lawrenceville, Georgia, 10 p.m. Cosmos Pizza, Cosmos That's Pizza and Social. Yes, sir. February eleventh. Uh, getting to me. February eleventh. Saturday. Saturday. Hey, maybe we might do a little live feed, and then so that way you feel yeah, a little yeah, more hey, connected. Yeah, cool. right? yeah, right. We could we could do something. Make like sure that. tune in to Branchy. He has a, me, a lot Branchy. of good fucking photos yeah, and. Yeah, I've been content. taking some photos of the. Of that of that show, man. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So we'll stay need tuned for that. We need all the media. Yes, sir. <laughs> and make sure. It, I'm not sure how you wouldn't be. I'm not sure you'd be watching this if you weren't already part of it. But make sure to follow us on Instagram, Division Media Group, on YouTube, where we're doing lighting tutorials. Yeah. We got and another then, one coming yeah. soon. Soon, very soon, coming and soon, then more after so possibly, that. Possibly uh, next week. At the end of the day, we're just trying to cultivate a good community, a good yeah. creative hub, and yeah. we're gonna be based off of Anta. So great things are coming. Join the family, man. Yeah. And Anthony, I hope you stay truthful and like. I hope you're <laughs> stay going forward. Yes. Stay going forward Absolutely. with yourself and as, and include us part of that journey as well because yeah, dude. yeah you seem so it's driven and it's always good to be surrounded by people that are so driven in, in what they want mm -hmm. and it's really inspiring you know you, be, you being so passionate about what it is that you do it makes me want to do more in my own field you know so uh, I think it's important to share that with the world so yeah, you know, final thoughts final thoughts it's fun to talk about these things it's always great to get together and to do more projects together, which are we, which we are going to do this yes, year. Sir. So, cheers to Absolutely. everything that's cheers coming our way. Brother. Cheers. Where the well, fuck is yours, dude? I already I drank it. <laughs> twenty twenty what? Twenty twenty now. Straight from the bottle. <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me. Time to eat. That's a wrap. That's, that's a wrap, baby. Oh, my head.